Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. Hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, Poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas. No desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. In Texas, an arrest has been made in the murder of a young couple after a week-long investigation. Also in Texas, mayhem ensues after a robbery at a gas station. Uh-oh. And, Mike, we're going to let you do this one. He doesn't. He's not prepared, y'all. He's not he doesn't prepared. Know his lead story is going to be. I thought we were waiting for the board to weigh in on my story. I'm still sitting here not I, knowing hey. what my first story is because, <laughs> I'm because of the, the board. board phone call I'm waiting for. So I'm, I'm, if, I'm, if Woody, if you give the blessing, then I will let you know that my first story is a Dallas story where they are doing the unthinkable. We are. Did you in see that hotel Texas that blew today, up, baby, at, uh, in in Dallas. The hotel blew up and uh, injured like twenty some. It's Fort Worth, actually. Oh yeah, well, I mean, that's all. Yeah. When I lived there, I considered it all of Arlington, Fort I've Worth. Got all. A, I've got a kid in right. TCU, so right. I'll right. let me finish my answer. They don't even know what day they're listening to yet. I haven't got through. What day is it, Jim? Tell us. <laughs> These stories and more are coming at you today, Friday, January 12th, on Real Life Real Crime Daily, and I'm Jim Chapman, and I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. 
What's and up? It is cold. Uh, you think it's cold now? Do you see what's coming next week? 21. That's 21 here. It's always two degrees colder up in Norwood where I'm at. Yeah, that's right. So it's going to be in the teens. And that, that's my father and I. And yearly tradition up. going around, turning on all the water pipes and everything else I've been doing. Well, do you here. see what those Miami Dolphins are in for when they go to Kansas City? I did not. But, uh, you know, to tell you something, uh, you've seen that. The end season hard knocks that they're doing with them. Yeah, I love the Dolphins for this year. I've, for some reason, I just I'm ate up with them. No, how cold is it going to be? Zero to one degree mm. at game time. That, minus ten degrees. Holy wind shit. chill. And guess what? Bro, I remember playing ball when it was cold like that. It hurts. NBC, so NBC is doing the unthinkable, and that game is only available. On, on the, the cock. cock. I saw that. And at those temperatures, the cock's going to be shrinking? For you that don't know, that's peacock. But in the, yes. I know commonly in the business is referred to as the cock. It is referred to as the cock. And that is the equivalent of a pay-per-view. Is yeah, what yeah. That comes uh, yeah, down to is, it's an NBC it. pay-per-view. So if you want to watch that game and you're not already a peacock subscriber, yeah. you're going to, I don't know what it is. Eight bucks, uh, yeah, it's something not like that. It's not much. Something like that a month, but well, for, to watch one game, I mean, because that—that's where I think this league is actually is think going they, they to eventually couple, go towards uh, pay per view. The, cock. But, uh, the let me say this because it just don't. Are you going to take Miami in that game? I don't know. It depends on what the spread is. How many? Bro, they got like twenty players that are injured. That and and out. I'm talking about like star defensive players and everything else. Dude, they Chubs play in out. 80 degree weather. All oh, I get, I get it. I mean, most hurts been out. Waddle's been hurt. Uh, real quick, January 12th, and I mean to get it wrong. It's 12th or 13th. It just dawned upon me. It's my mama's birthday. Oh, oh so happy, happy birthday, birthday mama. mama! We love you and thank you, uh, mama. I'm gonna be listening, boys. That's right. Is she even listening to Buddy and Bella? Overton. Mama sends me DMs. She listens. She, um, she yeah, loves I'm dumb. Sure she she loves dumb criminals. Mama loves her. <laughs> mama. Mama loves her son. <laughs> I love my mama too. That's right. Speaking of dumb, I, have you guys kept up with where it looks like this thing is with the Alaska Air Boeing thing, where the door blew off, yeah, or whatever it was. Well, yeah. okay. So the NTSB hasn't come out with anything official yet. But there are apparently four major bolts mm. that hold that thing in. Mm. And we they don't know them. if they were loose or perhaps somebody never or never never installed, like not part of the installation. Really? Like, the, like the bolts weren't even there? Like you just built your uh your Star Wars model and you have like half the pieces left on the floor yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, like, or maybe Sammy had a bad night the night before and just forgot to put them in. I just don't know if it would have lasted. I think maybe one might have been left out or something. But I, I, I mean, I don't know that it would have lasted 30 seconds, but, you know, yeah. It was in flight for 20 minutes before that. You'd have thought it. Well, and it wasn't its out. first flight. It had been through, but it, it had three <clears throat> warnings previously. Yeah. That plane while it was over. Really? While it was over. Well, let's it. hope they had the screws in. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, there's so much incompetence in the world right now. I agree. I mean, the secretary of defense was out of, no one knew what was going on with them for five days. And he just disappeared. Government. We've only got wars going on over the world. Oh, well. You know, well, apparently he has prostate cancer and I'm went in for a procedure, but uh, no one knew. Okay, let me do something real quick. 
the for reasons I won't go into, I want to give a shout out to Sheriff Jeff Travis and the East Feliciana Parish Sheriff's Office and everyone else that I had to deal with this week. True professionals. I love you boys. Um, you've taken the, the professionalism there to a whole new level, and thank you from the bottom of my heart. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, maybe at the end of the episode, we'll, we'll uh, do a little something with these uh, with these games. Jim's got to let us. I need to win my Jim Harbaugh 20 back. Oh, i got to give you money. Remember for later. Huh? Yeah. I care about what are you money. A little slow on the bet If you don't yeah. remind me, you ain't getting it. <laughs> Alligator <laughs> arms. Okay. Yeah. You don't mind me, you ain't getting it. All right, let's get down to some true crime time for Friday. Hey, we love you, people. All right, we're going to Texas right out the gate. Yeah, and a father and son have been arrested in the shooting deaths of a pregnant teen and her boyfriend. This announced by the San Antonio oh, Police Department. So, that's Bear County. Yeah. Uh, Savannah Soto, 18, and her boyfriend, Matthew Guerrero, 22, were reported missing in late December before they were found in Guerrero's car several days later. The couple disappeared a day before Soto, who was nine months pregnant, was scheduled to be induced to give birth. Both Soto and Guerrero were found with gunshot wounds. Police say they charged Christopher Presido, 19, with capital murder, and Ramon Presido, that's right, same last Ramon. name, 53, with the abuse of a corpse for helping Christopher move the bodies after the killings. A key piece of evidence... Uh, was pointed out with, by the police department was Savannah Soto's cell phone, whose data the C- Secret Service helped analyze. Ramon Presido also identified himself on surveillance video as the person getting out of the pickup and knowingly treated the human corpse. San Antonio police said the critical piece of evidence that led them to the suspects was one of the victim's cell phones in the vehicle when they discovered Soto and Guerrero's body. The phone had recently searched the suspect's address on Google Maps, where investigators spotted spotted a Chevrolet pickup that was seen in a surveillance video that police had shared to the public on December 28th. Officers conducted surveillance at a home on Charlie Chan Drive. Charlie Chan. Charlie Chan Drive, where they believed the suspect's vehicle was located. And the home was located about two blocks away from where the bodies were eventually discovered. Uh, when police showed up at Ramon's home, Ramon knew why they were there. And after Ramon and Christopher were interrogated, police had enough information to seek an arrest warrant. So they you know, yeah. probably admitted to it. Police released video last week showing what they described as two persons of interest. One person was seen driving a dark gray Chevy Silverado, and another was seen driving Guerrero's Kia Optima. San Antonio Police Chief Bill McManus said last week that the video was recorded very close to where the bodies were found and a few days before they were discovered. He said at the time he didn't know if the two people in the video had any connection to the victims. He said police didn't believe the person seen driving the Optima was Guerrero or Soto. However, police released the following facts regarding the interrogation of the suspects. Guerrero had gone to Presido's home to sell him marijuana on the night of December 21st. Christopher uh, Presido said that Guerrero pointed a gun at him, and when Presido manipulated the weapon, it resulted in Soto being shot. Mm. 
Moments later, Guerrero once again pointed the gun at Christopher Presido, who told detectives that he manipulated the weapon again, resulting in Guerrero being shot. The medical examiner had previously reported that Guerrero died from a contact gunshot wound to the head. Okay, so when you say manipulating, I'm thinking it must mean they were fighting. That, the that's what, it, that's what I gather so from the, that. The, Str- the, a struggle. The, the gunshot wound, contact. Could lean into his theory. So Christopher Brasito is the sole killer in the case, according to the police. And the police say that the father actually helped hide the bodies. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Presido drove Guerrero's vehicle to an apartment complex down the street where the bodies were discovered five days later. Presido admitted to detectives that he drove the pickup to the apartment complex to meet his son. And actually, that is all caught on surveillance footage. And Presido did identify himself on the video as the person getting out of the pickup and knowingly moving the corpse. Well, you know what? The dad helping move the corpse. I'm not a lawmaker, but, you know, if someone kills me and they go get their homie to help move my body, I think they should be just as guilty. Yeah. They should be principal too. Well, if you drive somebody to a to a bank robbery That's and right. you're in the yeah, car, yeah. you're just you're principal you're too. Con- you're just yeah. as guilty. You're, so you're why, if you help crime. hide the body, aren't you just as guilty? All that Great over question. a dope sale? Dope sale gone wrong. Yeah. That, 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 now, time. this is according to what? I don't know. Marijuana, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't get it. One bad decision away from spending the rest of your jail. And jail. Jim Chapman says, he said surveillance video several times, but I bet you it was a door, ring doorbell or some shit like that. Likely. Like you tell them, they all, you're always on camera somewhere. That's right. Right? Almost. Average of what, 70-something times a day. That's what you said. I don't know. I, I wish I'd had that help back in my day. Y'all, you know what? We don't choose these stories. These stories choose us in the locations are certainly the same thing. A lot of times we're in like Pinellas County or wherever. Uh, um, but today we're in that great Republic of Tejas and I'm going to take you to Houston and the shit went down people uh, um, during a robbery at, at, at a gas station, right? A Houston gas station, a man dropped a bundle of cash after two suspects shot him in the leg and grabbed his money in an aggravated robbery. The chaos near MLK Boulevard in Houston was captured by, Jim Chapman tell you, a nearby surveillance camera. Police are now searching for the two shooters. The shock and robbery took place on December 11th around 3.30 p.m. when the victim, who has not been identified, stood at a convenience store gas pump. Houston PD's robbery division released the surveillance footage on Monday and is asking for the public's assistance in identifying the suspects. Good luck with that. Moments before the shooting, the victim had sold a vehicle for cash at a gas station parking lot um, in this has been established by authorities, y'all. The victim believed he was followed from that location by two suspects. Suspects pulled up behind him while he was pumping gas at a different gas station and an unknown male suddenly appeared and pointed a handgun in him while demanding them his money. The sus- suspect in a black hoodie and matching pants fired a gunshot into the victim's leg, causing the man to fall and drop the pile of cash he'd been holding on to. Uh, he dropped it on the ground where it was quickly started getting blown around by the wind. Y'all, mm. there was T-Hoss winds. 
With, with the victim lying on the ground in pain, a second suspect emerged and pointed a handgun at him. Double trouble. Second suspect was wearing a light orange shirt and white shorts and had one foot in a red sandal while the left foot was bare. You know what happened? They asked him later on. They said, you lost a shoot? He said, nope, found one. Mm. But anyway, that's probably not true. He can be seen hopping around, brandishing his weapon at both the victim and the driver who were seated in the vehicle that the victim was refueling. While the first suspect was grabbing the cash from the ground, the unnamed driver managed to hit the gas and drive away, leaving the victim struggling on the ground with a gunshot wound. The second suspect proceeded to physically assault the wounded man, and then once all the cash had been grabbed, both suspects sped off in a black Audi SUV, probably stolen. According to the police, the first suspect was described as a black male, 18 to 25 years old, 5'8", thin build, in what appeared to be a goatee, wearing a black pullover, black pants, black sandals. The second suspect, described as a black male, 18 to 25, thin build, wearing a light color pullover, white shorts, and one red sandal. One red sandal. Uh, anyway, if you know someone called Crime Stoppers in Houston, uh, you know, the any arrest uh, gets you a cash payment up to five grand. Let me ask you a question, Woody, because mm-hmm. that sounds like a pretty smart move. You uh, you're staking out a place where people sell cars and get cash, and then you follow them until you think it's I got, a I got, good place I, I to got go you, take. I got you better than that. I already, okay. I already thought about this when I was reading the story. Probably what they they knew this guy was going to sell the car to him, right? And they were like, mm-hmm, he's going to get our money. He, uh, you know, he, he's going to give us the money for the car. Well, we'll just follow his ass down the road with our homies and get our money back. See what I'm uh, saying? Okay. Yeah, well, they that's where I was going to go next yeah, yeah. was that unlikely you would stake out a place and wait for, right, right, for right. somebody to come well, in. It's probably an inside and, job. And where Chin's you, parking lot, Chin's convenience store, parking store. Yeah, nobody's store, that like, lucky. Yeah, right? So, you yeah, it's definitely you a setup. You need that dude to have money. So the, so the cops are definitely working that side yeah. of this thing. Right. Because um, they're the, the news coverage is like, they right. got nothing to go on, right. and, you know, they're yeah. asking the public for their well, help they, and stuff. Well, they named him the the... The one cent, one red sandal bandit. <laughs> Did they? I didn't. They see. said it, and they say say it three times. Beware! Fast. One red sandal. One bandit. red sandal bandit. One red sandal bandit. One red yeah, sandal bandit. Can't do that too many times. Yeah. Uh, well, let's hope they get the. One hey, red if you're gonna bandit. sell your shit, do it in a police parking lot or something. Yeah. Be safe. Yeah. We yeah. talked about we this talked before. It, yeah. That's right. Uh, Old Tejas, have them down deposit today. the money to your Zelle or. Yeah! 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 Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? (laughs) I love that. You sound (laughs) like it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro Pro? It's faster, bro. Right? Astro Pro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. And you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies 
really kicked up with it, right? I use AstroPro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those rows, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. AstroPro and go. It's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally, designed for long-term retention, speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Sayonara. Yep. Well, we we're going. We're we're breaking our Utah record from last week. We're going bang, bang, bang. I don't know. If we Texas we did today. Utah like four times in a row. I don't know. If we so did this four. is number this, three. Okay. Well, I don't know. But Trace, if you're using Rosetta Stone, <laughs> like Woody, <laughs> we're going back to Tejas, and I've got you've been using Rosetta Stone too. Some man. bad news for Cowboy fans. Oh Lord, you know, we know you love the Cowboys. You're late. I like them a lot more than the Eagles. Your late nights at local strip clubs are likely soon coming to an end. What? Strip clubs and escort services, as well as adult video stores in Dallas, will now have to close in the early morning hours, and not everyone is happy. Oh. In an email that was leaked to the Dallas Morning News... The Dallas Police Department said it will begin enforcing an ordinance to shut down sexually oriented businesses between 2 and 6 a.m. Okay. The email came from the Dallas police chief, Eddie Garcia, who wrote that violators could lose their licenses and face criminal charges. The penalty would be up to a year in prison or a fine of up to $4,000 per Mm. incident. 
Kristen Lohman, who is a spokesperson for the department, said that the Dallas PD was notifying the businesses about enforcement of the ordinance. The Dallas Police Department Special Investigations Division is providing education regarding enforcement of the hours of operation ordinance for sexually oriented businesses. The Dallas PD sent a letter to each of these licensed sexually oriented businesses and visited each licensed business with a copy of the letter. I got to interrupt you. Okay. I understand strip clubs and adult video stores, but you said escort services. Mm-hmm. That's just not legal. That How can they send a, right. a, a memo to an escort service? Right. I'm sorry. Just I didn't mean to mess you up. Well, maybe something's I, happened. I know because I live in Dallas. Maybe something's happened in Texas law since uh-uh. you were there, but no, I'm- Baby uh, sister's still a judge. I'm looking at the actual letter from Dallas PD, and that is- It what, says escort services? what it says. Um, one local strip club- Ever been a Bucks Wild? I wouldn't tell you if I had. Swim, swim had swim a, his own table at Bucks Wild. Bucks. I think swim lived in Farmer's Branch. Swim was I'm all over my Dallas. stripper name. Okay, well, one, one local <laughs> strip club called Bucks Wild is directing its social media followers to email their city council members about their opposition to <laughs> oh, the ordinance. Right. Bucks yes, Wild. I'll get I'll get right on that, Bucks. You know, I, <laughs> <laughs> I um, I'm a protest guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to give right. you my email, six, my name to protest. Between that you're two and my- six in the morning, the only people out there are the cops and and the people that are really effed up and the bad guys. Okay. So, um, no glory. I happen to, to I happen to notice. Yeah. I usually don't start crunching numbers this uh, this early since it's what the tenth of the month, the eleventh right. of the month, whatever. Um, but I noticed yesterday that thus far in 2024, our number one listening city. Real Life Real Crime Daily is Dallas. Dallas. Now, that's... So we're going to have four more hours of time for them to be listening to Real Life Real Crime Daily. That's right. That's right. Hey, so let me ask you this. um, When you say Dallas, like I lived in Dallas, but it was was technically Farmer's Branch, just north of Dallas. My baby sister's a judge in Denton, which is just north of Dallas. We had sold out a live show in Arlington uh, when COVID hit, which I consider all that to be Dallas. I mean... It's Dallas Metro. Okay, right, right. So that's what Dallas is fucking huge. Yes. Oh. And most people consider DFW, consider the whole area right, as right, kind of Dallas. Right. All the way out to though, where the Cowboy yeah. Stadium is and Fort Worth and all that. Exactly. So uh, so Dallas listeners, take this as a public service message. You might not want to be using your real name and emailing city council about your desire to see Bucks Wild remain open between 2 and 6 a.m. But apparently the city and a group of local sexually oriented businesses have begun arguing over the ordinance in court. The ordinance applies to strip clubs, escort services, put an asterisk next to that one, adult bookstores and adult video stores. And glory holes. Gary, <laughs> Gary, who is a spokesperson for Paris Adult Bookstore and another sexually oriented business called New Fine Arts. New Fine Arts. Who preferred not to give his last name. So he just goes by right. Gary. Um, but he, he won't give his last name, but he wants, you to, he wants you to write a letter to the city council. Uh, anyway, Gary said he was upset over the enforcement of the ordinance and New Fine Arts is one of the businesses involved in the lawsuit over the new hours. He said that New Fine Arts has operated 24-7 for the last 40 years and had no issues with police. The city argues that late night business operations are linked to incidents of violent crime. And I'll uh, just give you a couple of those numbers and let these guys make more fun of me. Um, 
a task force was created to investigate this, and, and uh, most of their data was gathered in 2021 and 2022, and they conducted patrols near sexually oriented businesses after midnight. The task force made 123 felony arrests, responded to 134 calls for service, and issued over 1,100 citations. The task force made more than 350 drug and weapons well, seizures. To be expected. The department compared crime stats from different times around these same businesses and found that the numbers for other times of the day were much lower proportionately than 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. So these hours accounted for the majority of aggravated assaults, rapes, robberies, and murders during that 21-22 period. And a majority of the 911 calls and calls to the fire department also happened during these hours. So uh, so those people, those yeah, people traveling to Dallas for business that end up in those places till 4 in the morning going to have to figure right. out somewhere else to well, go. And this will probably save some lives and keep some people out of jail. I, I, I would tend to agree with that because I know who's out in those hours. But let me tell you a couple things about Dallas. I live there. I got kicked out of swim. Got kicked out of three different restaurants in one day. I told you all of that before. <laughs> uh, secondly, I was really, really offended on my first Sunday there, and I went to Walmart to get all the makings for a Bloody Mary. Man, they had all the makings except for the vodka. They didn't sell hard liquor in the Walmarts. And then I was like, well, let me get a 12-pack of beer. They don't sell beer. Or they don't sell alcohol, period, till on noon, Sundays. Until afternoon, isn't it? Well, you can get it in a restaurant, but you can't You can't get it, period. But mm. noon's a little too late anyway. Mm. Oh, but I this is I... a certain part of No, it's Dallas. 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 You can get beer in Dallas? Not on not on, not on Oh, Sundays. not on Sundays. Okay. Yeah. A lot it's of an churches ordinance. in Dallas. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty f- sure I'm... Fr- Free and twenty-one and solid American, grown-ass man. If I want to drink a beer Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or whenever today, I should be able to do that. Buy it on Saturday. I know, but that takes too much for a plan. <laughs> well, I, I bought it on Saturday, but I drank it all. Right. <laughs> There's the problem. <laughs> Therein lies the anyway. issue. Well, people, you're going to need to find a way to get all your trouble in before two a.m., which yeah. you should be able to. All right, we're going to get out of Texas, and we're going to go to Virginia. And authorities in Virginia have identified a deceased fisherman as the prime suspect in the deaths of three people who were killed during what has become known as the Colonial Parkway murders of the 1980s. Uh, Alan Wilmer Sr. died on December 17th of 2017 at his residence in Lancaster County, Virginia, and DNA was obtained for his body for identification purposes uh, following that death, and it actually linked him to the September 1987 fatal shootings of David Knobling, uh, who was 20, Robin Edwards, who was 14, and the July 1989 strangulation death of Teresa Spall Howell, who was 29. This was just found out this week. As a result of the forensic findings, Alan, if Alan uh, Williams Sr. was alive today, he'd be charged with all three of these homicides, police said, during a Monday press conference. The Colonial Parkway murders were a series of double homicides that occurred in southeast Virginia in the late 1980s that have yet to be solved. Among those considered victims are Nobling and Edwards, who were last seen together on September 19th of 87. Uh, state police said they were 
found shot to death four days later along the shoreline of the James River. Though not necessarily considered a victim of the Colonial Parkway murders, Hal died amid the killing spree. Police said she was last seen at 2.30 a.m. in 1989 outside a closed nightclub. At about 10 a.m. later that day, her clothing was found by a construction crew and her body was found shortly after in a wood line. Police said she was sexually assaulted and died as a result of strangulation. Wilmer had no criminal record at the time of his death. Mike, yeah. Uh, that's the first thing I thought of. of. And hey, was, then he couldn't be dead or guilty of anything. Right. right? <laughs> and was not a suspect in the cases. However, police are asking for the public to come forward if information, with information about the deceased fisherman as they investigate him for potential other crimes, including other homicides. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recognize that this announcement has been coming for a long time, the police said during a press conference. And while we do Hope this provides a sense of closure to the families who recognize there's still other families related to the Colonial Parkway victims still hoping for answers. So there you go. There's a guy that killed three people and made it his whole life without getting caught. And they didn't find out until he was deceased. So glad they called him even though though he's dead. Yeah. And there is no such thing as closure on all these cases that have done for these families is no closure but it does bring them s- some sense of relief uh love to see justice getting served even if they can just shit upon his grave right um, you know his name so that's what they should do something like that yeah. something nasty wait, to his wait, grave what we're never about? even on it on their radar yeah the police yeah hey in the press you know conference he didn't this have a, just he didn't have a criminal history it's fucking with that guy <laughs> Well, and it just shows that, you know, there's serial killers walking among us. It is hard to catch a smart criminal, period. Uh, 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 Prisons are full of dummies, and occasionally a few that I put there. All right. Very good story. Love to see justice getting done. Now, gentlemen, I'm about to take you on a cruise. The love (laughs) boat. The little love boat, right? Yeah, I mean, we talked Trump about this, and, right? We talk, talked about Steuben and all of them in the past and how Isaac was my favorite, the bartender, right? He was big pimping. But <laughs> I mean, it takes it to the seas. That's right, with the big smile, <laughs> right, and the mustache. Let's take you to the seas and learn about a cruise ship bartender that was interest, interested in more than just making cocktails. No oh, pun intended. Wow. But before we do some quickie, Love Boat Trivia, the actor that played Captain Steubing was also a lead character in another very successful 1970s sitcom. What was the name of the show? Say it again. But, you know, Captain, Captain Steubing, Steubing they, was kind of the, the actor. Was in another he, he was in another sitcom in the 70s. Yeah, but I um, Oh, man, what was it? With I don't a, remember. With a, I know what you're talking about, but I don't famous actress who had been on the Dick Van Dyke show for years. Yeah, I can see him. I can't remember it either. <laughs> do you remember? Oh yeah, I'm, of course I remember. I actually see it, but I can't remember. I don't do names. Y'all know that. One day at a time. Dallas. <laughs> Back for your tea house. I don't remember the Mary Tyler Moore show. That's- yeah, who shot Jr. All right, so anybody back, let's, let's go back. Let's go back with my story. Um, so 
There's this lady from West Virginia, y'all, and she's suing a cruise operator for more than $75,000 in damages after claiming one of the bartenders raped and impregnated her, right? In the complaint, the victim, who's only identified as Jane Doe, is suing the Classica cruise operator following a May 2023 incident involving a cruise bartender named Hubesh Dookie. And now, now, I'm going to spell it for you. H-O-O-B-E-S-H, and then Dookie, D-O-O-K-H-Y. Right? Fair enough. All right, so Dookie was also previously accused of sexual contact with her cabin mate, who is identified in the court filings as HP. Dookie pled guilty in October to abusive sexual contact after HB's accusations resulted in charges being filed. Dookie is... Ass is currently locked up in the Federal Detention Center in Miami. But he is not facing criminal charges in connection with Jane Doe claims, that at least not yet. In December, the civil complaint filed by Jane Doe, the allegations against Dookie mirror the accusations made in May uh, from the complaint from HB. But Jane Doe alleges that on May 5th, aboard the Margaritaville, at, I didn't know that was a cruise show, at Sea Cruise, she and HB were drinking at a bar and opted to charge their drinks back to the cabin. That's common. Yeah, that's, you know, I do when mm-hmm. I go on cruises. But in doing so, the bar staff now had their name and cabin number as well as the ability to make a duplicate room key, according to the complaint. That could be an issue. Dookie was the bartender who served them both that night. Well, later that evening, they went to bed and they went to sleep. And Dookie entered. That's when Jane Doe alleges that he raped and impregnated her. As part of the made criminal complaint made by HB, it had already been alleged that Jane Doe confronted Dookie when she awoke to him touching her inside her cabin. She tried to get him to leave the room, but Dookie instead walked over to her friend's bed and began caressing her chest. Jane Doe informed the FBI that she grabbed her phone and recorded Dookie's assault of HB on a camera. Back to your surveillance stuff, Jim. Dookie initially denied allegations, claiming his interaction with HB was consensual. After HB reported the incident to the cruise ship staff the next day, security searched Dookie's living quarters and found a key to the women's cabin. And the mm. plot thickens. Well, in the December quaint, Jane Doe said she was forced to abort the pregnancy, which led to serious complications that she suffered physical and mental trauma as well as humiliation and the activation of pre-existing conditions comprising her ability to lead a normal life. She's suing the uh, classic cruise operator uh, for damages, claiming that the operators failed to protect her from harm caused by one of the ship's crew members. And Margaret Ritaville at sea said in a statement that although they immediately cooperated with investigators following the accusations, they were not aware of the alleged assault on Jane Doe until this lawsuit was filed. They said the safety and well-being of our guests and crew members is our top priority, and all allegations of crime are taken very seriously. Companies said adding that crew member was Dookie, y'all, was immediately terminated following the incident. So, the um, you know. I don't know. A lot of lot of well, issues. Lot of issues there with you know. Uh, you, you, you got one person's word against another's. Yeah. There wasn't a rape kit done the next day right, or right, anything right. like that. Well, you know, let's talk. She about may that. be totally telling the truth. Talk about that for a second. The the, the 
that we are certainly not victim blaming or shaming or anything else. No, but I had so many women that would come in months or even years later and report it. And, mm-hmm. and the, uh, some of them were proven to be false that they were doing it for whatever reason, but a lot of them are true. And, yeah. and, and yeah. it doesn't yeah. mean that nobody, not everybody like the people in Walmart are, are not going to tackle somebody and fight them. We talked about that story with, Role mm-hmm. or whoever touched the kid, but the people respond in different ways. But it's certainly suspect that this lady saying, mm, "I had an abortion. There's no proof of it." Blah blah blah. And but Dookie had the key, and Dookie, but that could. Oh. But Dookie admitted to it being consensual. Well, well, here's the deal. Let's go back to it. Um, it's not the Miami police investigating this. The FBI, first of all, and the other, there was the video of at least her friend. You know, got woke up, and then she said, went over there, started messing with the other one, and she took a video of it. Which is a little bit suspect yeah. to begin with, because if, if there's, well, I don't know, to me, I mean. He got, if, he got, he got convicted. All, it's, it's a, this is a cruise ship, right? Yeah. So, well, that's going to be one of the small party ones out of Miami to uh, like a one-day cruise. Yeah. Right, but you're dealing with a small cabin, right? There's barely mm-hmm. enough room for the two beds that are right. in the cabin. So right. it's not like he's walking away 30 feet away. Yeah. So but he, she's filming. He's right there. He's moved to the other one. The other one files criminal charges. Right, and gets it. And gets it. Yeah. But she doesn't file. Yeah. I mean, why would no. she not file criminal charges when the I other one filed? And the, the cruise line says they had no awareness of any issues well, she never involving reported. her yeah. until this. That's a point. That in her defense, weird. they have had many that didn't report later on. And in her, to be suspect, it's kind of fishy. I mean, maybe look for a chain. Why are you only suing for 75000 if all that had? But you know what? Dookie, 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 dookie's ass going to prison. Yeah. Should have done it. I'll tell you what. It'd be a melee up in that motherfucking cabin. I wake up and somebody's doing something next to me. But how often right? do you think Isaac oh, was, I bet. Actu- was actually getting people on those cruise ships hey, to give him a room key and ask him to? I mean, you didn't know? Isaac was sponsored by Trojan Condoms. Okay, well, he should have been. But all of the <laughs> episodes featured either Doc or Julie yeah, yeah. or I mean, right. everybody else got, you know. I don't remember an episode with you know Isaac cooking up big time. Maybe he did, but well, Isaac, I, Isaac, I think there was a couple episodes. Isaac was slicker than a Dickie. couple where he they, you know what? But I'm thinking so, the bartenders. So know, you're not supposed. They're not supposed to fraternize. That's right. Other than give the service, they're not supposed to get that kind of personal service. No, it's against the rules. There's rule reason. There's rules. No anchovies. Mm. And we weren't in Texas at the time. Well, we weren't anywhere. True. We were at sea. International waters. We're international waters, waters, right? So as much Texas as anything else. Okay. They, they're drinking margaritas, probably. In Let's go to Cali. 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 But we're not going to, don't think. <laughs> I don't think so. Don't think beach and. Mojave Desert. Glamour Come and on. Hollywood and all that. Think dust and Bakersfield yeah, and like a Bakersfield and agricultural. Yes, this is Kern County, which is be growing Bakersfield. That's not in the Golden Triangle where the good weed comes from. Uh, no, okay, no, it's not. The mystery of a woman whose headless body was Uh-oh. drained completely of blood and dumped in a California vineyard nearly 13 years ago 
has finally been solved. Kern County sheriffs named 64-year-old Ada Beth Kaplan as the naked, abused, and partially decomposed corpse that was discovered on March 11th, excuse me, on March of 2011 in the city of Arvin. Kaplan was completely unrecognizable. Besides decapitating the woman and draining her blood, the killer had even taken the time to chop off her thumbs before leaving her body on a vineyard's dirt roadside. This person took took their time to pull into this dirt access road, remove the body, place it on the ground, and pose it in what I would consider a sexual manner and wanted the body found like that, said Homicide Sergeant David Hall. Yeah, a lot of serial killers. Too many others. The DNA the police were able to scrap up proved useless. There were no hits in any missing persons, crime scene, or convicted persons indexes. I don't think they should say scrap up. It's kind of offensive to the family. Think Apolo- about apologies to the family. Not the, you. Uh, they said it, not you. They did. The case went cold for nine years until the ME's office reached out to the DNA Doe Project, a nonprofit that specializes in identifying identifying John and Jane Doe's using investigative uh, genetic genealogy. This time, Kaplan's DNA turned up multiple hits and connected investigators to multiple distant cousins spanning eight generations. Researchers connected their Jane Doe to a rich, Ashkenazi Jewish ancestry and combed through hordes of Eastern European records to build a family tree. Ashkenazi Jews descended from the medieval Jewish communities in the Rhineland in France and Western Germany. Many Ashkenazi Jews migrated to Eastern Europe, Poland, Lithuania, Russia, etc., following the Crusades in the 11th to 13th centuries. A little bit of Jewish history there for you. After comparing her DNA to two potentially uh, potential family members who resided on the East Coast, the team finally had a match. The team worked long and hard for uh, this ID, said Missy Koski, the volunteer group's team leader. Ashkenazi Jewish ancestry is often complicated to unravel. When we brought in an expert in Jewish records and genealogy, that made a huge difference. Interviews with Kaplan's family revealed why she had been so difficult to identify. No one had ever filed a missing persons report. The disturbing events leading to her death and the person who killed her, however, remain a mystery. Kaplan lived nearly 80 miles north of where her body was found, though police do not believe she was murdered at the vineyard. The deranged murder, murderer or murderers appeared pretty comfortable committing this crime, leaving officers baffled and uneasy that they could still be on the loose today. I've never seen anything like this in my life, the sheriff said uh, uh, about the crime scene. I've seen some pretty gruesome uh, crime scenes, and this was the creepiest of all time. So they finally figure out who this person is after all these years, but they're no closer to finding out. Yeah, probably because they, they had to do with the, you know, the new genealogy stuff. Um, nowadays, if you get arrested for a felony in most states, the, um, they automatically swab you and put you in CODIS. So evidently, I mean, this has been a long time ago, too, before this was prevalent. Um so probably those people, whoever did it is either dead or in prison. They don't have them in the database yet. Right. This doesn't seem like the kind of crime you commit once. I mean, it seems no, like a serial no, kind I'd of probably thing. Probably so, but I mean, you got, you know, um, what was the name of the guy who had the posing would lead me to believe that. No, the posing is definite. I've had a couple of those. Um, they're horrible cases. I mean, that's that's a 
that's a, a, either degrading thing or for shock value mm-hmm. uh, um, and stuff like that. But, you know, there's probably other ones that are tied to this this victim that, you know, that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to drop you in a whole bunch of different places like Bakersfield and, you know, Clinton, Louisiana. I'm going to spread them all out. Right? <laughs> the, the, uh, not that I ever dropped you in Clinton, Louisiana. Louisiana. <laughs> I'm just giving it as a point. But, hey, the, the, now, the Osh, uh, Osh, Ashkenazi. Osh, do you think that's where Oshkosh Bagosh came from? <laughs> no, that's from Oshkosh. Wisconsin. Oshkosh. Oshkosh, Wisconsin. But um, I never heard of Oshkosh. Did you ever wear when you were a kid in Oshkosh? I don't know if I did or not. I had to wear tough skins. I was a little fat boy. <laughs> Chubbies. <laughs> so I those wear are adjustable, pants. right? They could just. Uh, no, I, I don't think that I had any bibs. I, did you have grand animals? I remember grand animals? No, I don't, I don't think my parents ever. No, I, had a, I was jealous one of my friends had on. Um, the super underman, Superman. Oh underwear. yeah, Under Super Roos. Under Yeah, yeah. But they had super had tons heroes of on them. I Batman. Yeah, that's you've, Speed Racer. I didn't have go to pair. Yeah, I think I had like Hanes or something. I Hanes. think this is a place where crimes get. They, they this person was never even reported missing. This it could have been a cold uh, case. Probably got victim. no attention. Yeah, absolutely. Over time, this is. I don't know. Seems like something that might be solvable by somebody today because yeah, if, it's a if, very unique uh, if, the, if, the, if it was criminal from today and they were swabbing and putting them in codes, yeah, it definitely could be solved. I wish I'd had that shit in my day. All right, Jim Chapman. No doubt about it. Uh-oh. All right. Oh, hi. My, hi. Friday, and, you know, sometimes you come across those mile-high crimes. I almost sent you one last night. You just can't wait to report on. Yeah. Well, I, I actually had two people send me the exact same thing. Uh, yeah, so I want to shout them out. Miss Danielle Martinez Thank and Miss Lori Johnson. Both Lori sent me Johnson, this. best banker chick in the world. Uh, best banker chick in the world. And uh, I was unaware that the TSA did this, but every year they release. That's what I was going to send you last night. There too. you go. Well, shout too. out to Woody Everton you, who who thought about sending me this story. Uh, but the TSA releases their top catches of twenty, you know, twenty twenty three or twenty twenty two, whatever year it is. Crazy, and they just released their top catches for twenty twenty three. So. Uh, the interesting thing about that is the New Orleans uh, airport was actually on the list yep. four separate times out of the top ten. Did you know what TSA that? stands for? Tra- uh, like for real, or are you gonna make yeah, something yeah, up? No, 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 for real. Uh, uh, the train. Uh, no, so I had to think about it myself. Tra- I think it's some tra- administration, trans- trans- some- security, security administration. Yeah, what is it? I think it's transportation security administration. Yeah. People just take that for granted. I want to. I want to. They have when you go through. <laughs> when you go through uh, at uh, New Orleans Airport, they have, they have the pictures of, of all the, the guns, guns they've confiscated during the year. And I mean, it's unbelievable wait, how many guns they yeah, have. Yeah, wait, we're we we gonna get into it. Bless them with the knowledge from college. There you go. So uh, we're gonna get into that article, and it and it says a bag of meth. Found inside crawfish boil was among what? Uh, wow, that's good. That's a good one. one of TSA's yeah, top good. catches of 2023. It was yeah. a Zatarain's Pro Bowl hey, season. I'm very it. familiar with. Louisiana. Uh, TSA officers undoubtedly encounter all kinds of interesting and strange items in travelers' luggage. 
Uh, this year's list included explosives, marijuana what? hidden in a diaper, a nice. lot of knives, yeah. including one that was stuffed into a loaf of keto bread. Okay, that's that's trying to hide, man. When they take yeah. the knife off, swim. That's right. Because he that, forgot. That's it. Another that was distri- discreetly tucked away in a prosthetic leg. What? New Orleans was the only city to make the list twice this year. I said four times. Actually, it was twice. Ranking as high as number four is a large firearm with 163 rounds of ammo that TSA officials uh, confiscated from passengers' luggage at the Louis Armstrong International Airport. But nothing on the list quite screams New Orleans like meth inside the crawfish bowl bowl seasoning, which took actually seventh place on the list. But we're going to go through that top ten. Uh, and we'll start from 10 and get a one. Number 10 was a set of throwing knives. Nice. Throwing knives, right, you need <laughs> super those. sharp, right. in a carry-on bag. That was at Boston Logan Airport. Well, uh, he's in the circus, probably. Right, right. Yeah. I've right. been a ninja. How about replica rockets into checked replica. luggage? Replica rockets. Like replica they Shot probably thought they were rocks? real rockets. <laughs> Minneapolis St. Paul International Airport. Number nice. eight, knife stuffed into a loaf of keto bread. That was in Seattle. Nice. Number seven was that crawfish boil seasoning in the New Orleans International Airport where they found meth inside. Genius. Number six, 35 millimeter projectile bomb. What? At the Charlotte yeah, Douglas that's, International that's a, Airport. That's a, a fucking mortar round. Well, they got there. You go. They got a more and, and, it, and the scary thing is that's number six. That's crazy. That should be number one. Number five, knife hidden inside a prosthetic leg that's in the Anchorage Airport. Someone in Alaska. Yeah. Uh, number four, firearm and one hundred and sixty-three rounds of ammo. New Orleans International yeah. Airport. Number three, IED in a CO two cartridge. What? That was in the Sacramento airport. That's right. Yeah, they stopped that one. Where was that guy headed? I mean, that dude had bad intentions, right? Yeah, there's no doubt. Number two, marijuana in a diaper. Interesting. LaGuardia. I don't know. LaGuardia. I got I got meth in a crawfish boil. Oh, I got a diaper. Trumping pot in a diaper. This is a bad ranking. And number one on that Sorry. list, inert IED hidden in an energy drink can in the Tulsa International Airport. This is, I, you know, if you're carrying an IED, I imagine you're probably on a terrorist watch list already. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they, those, some of those are kind of funny, like not funny, but you know, the knife and the prosthetic leg and and the meth and the crawfish bull. But IEDs, the, the, obviously, the dude was carrying more around. But maybe that was off a military base in North Carolina or whatever. Uh, I don't. But the IEDs. Mm. And you're hiding them? Yeah. They're going to blow that plane up. To up to no good. But I would think the good. best work by officers there is finding the meth in the crawfish yeah, well right? and finding the yeah. knife in the prostate. Hey, you know what? I almost got arrested one time, and I won't say it was swim. And when I was doing all my traveling, uh, uh, I checked my firearm. I left a magazine. Most people call them clips, but they're actually magazines. Loaded. I left them at, uh, my spares loaded in my damn carry-on. Yeah. And they, and they like... They hit me up, yeah. and I was like, mm, I'm a retired cop, not a donna, an accident, keep the shit. Right? Well, I would have loved to have seen you on that list. And yeah, number one, uh, Woody, number Everton. One, Woody Everton, <laughs> M16 yeah. with 6,000 rounds. That might have been that well, that is your mile high crime. That was a good variety. one, Jim Chapman. Yeah, very interesting. Thank you to those ladies for saying that. Yeah, thank that. you all for doing that. Do you guys know what May 12th is? Sunday, May 12th? Mama's Day. 
that would be correct. It's Mother's Day. So let me ask you, do you basically get your mom the same gift every year for Mother's Day? Maybe some flowers, some chocolates, awesome. maybe a robe or a framed photo, right. boring stuff, right? Right. Well, let me tell you about something that's totally cool and different for Mother's Day that will never wilt, spoil, or put an extra 10 pounds around her waist. I'm talking about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty unique. Cool, right? Right. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. Your mom can either type a response to the email or she can record her voice if she prefers cool. to do that or she can do both. Cool. And mylifeinabook.com then compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book as well as an audiobook. And if you want, and she's up to the task technically, you know, the audiobook is a is a great extra thing to be able to do. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and your future generations can treasure. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is kind of your chance to give her a way to share them. Every family's a little bit different. And in my family, we love to give each other a really hard time. So I've taken the approach in doing this of asking my mom to comment on some of those family moments that might be a bit embarrassing to other family members. Last week, my question was, mom, did you feel guilty that day you hit me over the head with your wooden clog and dad had to take me to the hospital for eight stitches? <laughs> Mom's response, back in the day, I was the disciplinarian of the house. And when you were eight years old, you refused to get out of Nancy's, that's my sister's, plastic kiddie pool. I told you 10 times to get out of the damn pool. You didn't listen. So I chased you around the yard. And when you slipped, I nailed you right on the head. That was the last time you got in that kiddie pool. Of course, dad had to lie to the ER and tell him that uh, that you fell on your head, but I nailed you good. The entire process with my life in a book is simple, and in the end, mom will have a great keepsake that can remain in your family for generations. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code RLRC at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code RLRC for 10% off today. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step -step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, 
healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash R-L-R-C and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash R-L-R-C. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Fridays are always the best uh, kinky crimes. Y'all got to laugh at this one. Y'all, you know, we do the kinky crime stuff. It's not to be dirty. Some of them are more serious than the other ones, and some of them are just funny. I mean, this is an adult show. That's right. Um, but we we don't get But dirty normally, I, I don't read the title, but I'm going to read the title of this one. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Chick. That's some, I would say, I don't, I'm going to say it, I don't mean any disrespect, but Chick offers to eat a cop's ass to get out of her arrest. Now, hey. normally I wouldn't read, I put you in suspense. You do what you got to do, I guess, in gotta, her case. I mean, you know, I've been offered everything in the world to get out of arrest, but not to eat my ass. But a Louisiana woman. I consider it in that case. That might have been the, the deal breaker. <laughs> a Louisiana woman is facing a public bribery charge after making an indecent proposal to a cop who arrested her for pummeling her living boyfriend. Um, she, that, she be right? first? Okay. Diane Thomas, 52, was busted earlier this month for punching her bow in the face multiple times and scratching them with her fingernails during a confrontation in the couple's Monroe home. Shout out to her listeners in North Louisiana. Um, when Thomas was read her Miranda rights by a Monroe Police Department officer, she stated that her boyfriend was a bitch in adding that he got in her face so she beat his ass. This is from the police report. Mm. After Thomas was handcuffed, she told Corporal Chris Ballard that she could not go to jail since she has a good job. Well, at that point, Thomas made Ballard an offer he would refuse. If you won't take me to jail, I will get on my knees right now. Officer, I will even lick your butthole. This is a police report. Hey now. Uh, already faced misdemeanor and domestic char- abuse charges. Thomas was then hit with a felony public bribery count for allegedly offering a lick, lick Corporal Ballard's butthole. Picture mm. above. No, just teasing. <laughs> now, Thomas was freed on a $5,000 bond. Look, look, y'all, this is from the actual probable cause affidavit. She literally said, I will lick your butthole. Butthole. And we are going to post that probable cause. <laughs> Do we have affidavit a photo on of uh, yes, the Facebook? Yes, yes. Page. we have a photograph, and I'm showing to the mm-hmm. my two homies. We're going to post it. We're going to post like it. She's a sweet lady. I yeah, can't. Yeah, right? I she probably is a sweet lady. Uh, hey, she beat her boyfriend up because he was a Sweet lady with bad breath. Yeah. She was, yeah, right? She was a. He's a bitch, but I'll lick your butt on. I'll toss your salad. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, no, yeah. no, hey, that wouldn't even been the salad because Chris Rock salad, the salad, the salad would be jelly is involved. Oh, that's and, right. And this, she was just dry licking. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> she was saying she was desert licking. Toss your salad. All right, it's good a, enough. Kinky crimes for Friday, y'all. Very good, good one. Hey, if y'all have any kinky crimes, send them out. Yes, yeah, I mean, in. not that you've been arrested for. If you're aware of any kinky crimes, send them in. Well, maybe if you've been arrested. Well, if you've for been arrested for, you must send in with <laughs> send your mugshot. We'll take that too. We'll we'll cut your name out of there. <laughs> they may want some notoriety. If you've made a proposal to a cop that beats that one, please. Send yeah, it. that's the best I ever heard. That's it. <laughs> 
love those banjos. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever gone to my homeland for a banjo story. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Italy? Buongiorno, Buongiorno. Fellas. Ciao. Pizza. Pizza. Pasta. Spaghetti. An incarcerated Italian mobster. An incarcerated Italian mobster was hailed as a brilliant honor student after writing a 170-page thesis paper based upon his life of crime. He's a... uh... Catello Romano, age 33, earned a degree with the dissertation while serving a sentence at the Calabrian prison of uh, Catanzaro. He was convicted in the 2009 murder of a Neapolitan councilman, Luigi Tomasino, and several other crimes. My name is Catello Romano. I'm a 33 years old. I have been in a prison for almost half of my life, 14 consecutive years. His thesis begins. I have committed horrendous crimes and have been convicted of several Camorra murders. What follows is my criminal history. The gangster turned undergraduate said his first murder victims were uh, rising rival mobster Carmine D'Antono and Federico Donnarumma. Sounds like pizzas. Romano wrote Suave. Romano wrote that the 2008 double murder was, quote, the most violent, traumatic, and irreparable event of his life, and it had left a hole in his soul. Romano's thesis earned a top grade, and he graduated magna cum laude. I'm I'm sure the competition is really tough in the prison system. (laughs) Unfortunately for Romano, his brilliant thesis included his confessions to three high-profile unsolved murder cases, including the slaying of rival mafioso Nunzio Mascolo in 2008. Mm -hmm. Romano's admission to these three killings caught the attention of prosecutors who have now reopened those cases this has also necessitated moving Romano from minimum security uh, Catanzaro prison to maximum security Padua prison. Perhaps Romano will take up the banjo during his stay in uh, Padua. They don't curl. Don't confess. This one Romano a cheese. Federico. I would think a career mobster would occur to him while he's working on that thesis. He was working on this thesis. I shouldn't confess to crimes I haven't been. I wonder what the university was. University of dumbass criminals. (laughs) (laughs) He he definitely got the Magnum Cum Laude. It's the online university dumbass. Magnum Cum Laude. Yeah. Well, look. Not not doing credit for my. uh, my countrymen there. That was, uh, that was, that was a good one. Good. Good, dumb, a good, good, one. good dumb crumb. And uh, we're going to go around and do our final thoughts. What do you say? Uh, happy birthday, Mom, with us today. Yes. I'm sorry I get it wrong every year. Mike? Happy birthday, Mom. Yeah. I got it right my first year. Yeah. Okay, boys. Green Bay, Dallas. Pick one. Dallas. Green Bay. Really, Jim? Rams, Lions. Pick one. It's mm, tough. I'm going with Lions. Rams. Jim, going against the field. Eagles, Bucks. I'm going Eagles. Eagles. You went to Bucks. You thought I was going to say Bucks, didn't you? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm going. I'm going Cowboys, Lions, Eagles. 
Browns, Texans. Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to take the Texans. Texans. I'm going to take the Browns. Dolphins, Chiefs. Well, now they know they're playing. In, in, Y'all stay in, with in us. Antarctica. Uh, Only two more games. I'm going with Dolphins just because I love them. I mean, yeah, I knew they're all hurt and shit, but <laughs> Chiefs. And Mike's going to go Chiefs, too. And last game, Steelers uh, against the Bills. Bills, a thousand percent. We just got Bills. Yeah, Bills. Jim's Unless bills. they take out all the starters. No, <laughs> no, they're in a playoff game. I won't game. do that for yeah. a playoff game. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's it for this weekend's slate. We'll get another there 20 on, and we've all spread it out enough that we'll uh, – Just put it on your tab, Woody. Put it on my tab. I'll be here at the same place, same time. Look, before we get out of here, I do have a final thought myself. I uh, want to shout out Miss Lori Johnson, who was the is the uh, found out yesterday. She's the Livingston Parish Chamber of Saw Commerce that. Ambassador of the Year. Wow! Is, shout she out, Miss Lori. Wow. Hey, Lori, I'm coming to see you real soon, and we got some more business. Uh oh, uh oh. Hear that, Lori? Wow. Hancock Whitney. That's right. The best banker ever. Ever. All right. Hey, we love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing. Tell your peeps about us. You continue to help us grow. Uh, send in whatever you want, and, and if we can cover it, we'll cover it. Uh, we get so, right. so many great people, life are sending it in. We love and appreciate each and every one of you. Yeah, and all you Texas folk that have yeah, uh, propelled Dallas to uh, to number one city so far, keep telling your friends. Right. That's right. Listen to the show. Until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Everton. And I'm Mike Agavino. And we're your host of Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. Let's. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.